to the Smith Figure Swat Devotional Podcast presented by Victoria E. Yog. Thank you so much for joining us today and let us start with prayer. God, Lord, Father, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we thank you so much for this opportunity to listen to your word right where we are right now. Lord, we pray that you help us to not just be hearers of the word but doers. In Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Okay, so let us go directly in the topic of today's message. Um, so today's message is entitled Full of Faith and Power. Full of Faith and Power. We are going into Acts chapter 6 verse 8 and Luke chapter 4 verse 1 to 19. Acts chapter 6 verse 8 and Luke chapter 4 verse 1 to 19. So Acts chapter 6 verse 8 says, Stephen, full of faith and power, did great works and signs. Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs. Luke chapter 4 verse 1 to 19, I'm reading from the New International Version. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all the authority and splendor it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in the synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue. As was his custom, he stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. On rolling it, he found the place where it is written. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I will repeat the title of today's message. Full of faith and power. Full of faith and power. 
We started by talking about Stefan. Um, if you remember, when we started this devotional, as the year was starting, we talked about Stefan. So to summarize the story a little bit, um, so uh, the apostles needed people who would take care, like, of saving at tables. Like they could not, at the same time, like divide the food and give to the poor, the needy, the widows, and at the same time preach. It was getting a little complicated for them, so they wanted to appoint people who would take care of, like, taking care of the widows, saving at tables and stuff. And the criteria, like. On what basis did they choose these people to serve at tables? They chose on the basis of this person has to be filled with the Holy Spirit. These people have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It was the first criteria. And we explained that time that no matter the office you have to occupy at church, no matter the, the, like, the thing where you have to serve, nothing is so small that you should not be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's the house of God. It's the ministry of God. Everybody should be filled with the Holy Spirit. Even if your job is to sweep the floor, you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because when we when we choose anybody, else, I put it in quotes, like to serve in God's house, we lower more often than not the standard. And then we are surprised by the scandalous things that happen in churches while the thing is we put people in position of authority in position of service people who at times do not even care about god they do not even care about the bible they don't care about anything which concerns god they are just there and we choose them because they are there while the basic criteria which we should look at is is this person god fearing does this person walk in God's ways, it's this person filled with the Holy Spirit. So that's just like what we said previously. So here we started by saying that Stephen was full of faith and power and he did great wonders and signs. They don't say that he did wonders and signs because basically all the apostles and the disciples who were walking in the Holy Spirit did wonders and signs, but they precise great wonders and signs, which means that there was something special to it. Like. And why are we brought to Luke chapter 4 verses 1 to 19? Because we are on this same, we are around the same basis that we are talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Stephen was full of the Holy Spirit. That's why he was chosen. And though he was chosen to serve at the tables, it not, did not stop him from doing miracles. Some people believe that when they're already doing one thing for the Lord, they cannot do another thing. It's not because they give you a position in church that it means that all the other activities of evangelism that you are doing out of church have to stop. I guess this should help somebody. So Luke chapter 4 verse 1 to 19 tells us about the power of the Holy Spirit. So I will, I, I made some notes here. So the first thing that is striking to me is, do you notice that the person who leads Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil is actually the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit himself, himself, sorry, leads Jesus where he is going to be tempted by the devil. And we see that Jesus fasts for 40 days and 40 nights, which means that he's supposed to be weakened. He's supposed to be uh, vulnerable. He's supposed to be at a point where you will tempt anybody, any human being, and the human being will lose against the devil. But the Holy Spirit is not scared. It should tell you something about the Holy Spirit. So when I read this, it gave me the impression that the Holy Spirit, like, 
He's so confident in himself. He knows his power. He knows his ability. Because what happened just before that? Jesus was baptized and the Holy Spirit came down upon him, you know. And then the Holy Spirit transports him. The Holy Spirit transports him into the wilderness. So the Holy Spirit is so sure of himself. He's confident. He knows his power. He's not scared by the devil, no. He knows who he is. He knows his ability such that he knows that even after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus will pass the test perfectly with flying colors. And why is this test so important? Look at verse... Look at verse... Five, the devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, pay attention to this. I will give you all your authority and splendor. It has, it has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will be yours. Why does the devil say it has been given to him? Think about it. Where in the Bible was all the authority on earth given to the devil? Think, 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 think. Let me help you. In the Garden of Eden, all authority on earth was given to man. Adam was supposed to guard the earth. It was it was not just the Garden of Eden over which he had authority. He had authority over the whole earth. He had authority over the whole earth. At which moment did Adam give his authority? It is when he gave in to sin that he gave his authority over to the devil. That's what happened. That's what happened. So why is it that the Bible talks about the first Adam and the last Adam? The first Adam, he failed the test. But God brings to us the last Adam. And this is the test. And the last Adam passes the test. So that's why it was so important for Jesus to be tested in the wilderness. Because he had to pass the test. And why? What is God showing to us here? God is showing to us that with the Holy Spirit, you don't have to be scared of the devil. You pass any test with flying colors. Two things. Two things. One, the Holy Spirit. Two, God's word. Believed and quoted. It. Because that's what Jesus did. The devil turned him and he said, um, if you do this, why don't you do this? This is this, this, that, that. How did Jesus reply? First, Jesus believed the word. He is the word. So he quoted the word and he stood firm and he had the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. You believe God's word. You quote God's word. No matter the temptation that the devil's bringing in front of you, you keep quoting God's word. It is written. The word says, I believe. I stand firm. This is what the word of the Lord says. And you have the Holy Spirit and you stand with power because the word of God says you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. If you have received the Holy Spirit, you have the power. And God did not divide. This is an interesting point. God did not divide his Holy Spirit into parts. He did not give you part of his Holy Spirit. He gave you all of his Holy Spirit. Which means the same Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ, 100%, not 20%, not 10%, not 5%. The Holy Spirit does not divide himself so that some Christians have 2%, some 1%, some 3%. Nope, nope. 100% of the same Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ when he resisted the devil, 100% of the same Holy Spirit is in you. When God 
the Holy Spirit brings Jesus into the wilderness and that Jesus is tempted by the devil and that Jesus resists the test and that Jesus comes back and, and like he He's like news about him spreads, he's full of the Holy Spirit, he performs miracles, all these things. The Holy Spirit is telling you, I do this, this is me. This and Jesus said that those who believe in him, the same works that he did, they shall do the same works and greater because he returns to the Father. What does that mean? It means you have, if you're a Christian and you've received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you have the Holy Spirit. The same works that Jesus did, you should do them. The same works that Jesus did, I should do them. And I should not fear any temptation. You should not fear any temptation. Because if you are equipped with God's word, you believe it, you quote it, no matter what the devil brings at you, you just start speaking the word. It is written. It is written. God's word said, I believe. I stand firm. I know that the word of God says, I and you, you unmovable, unshakable. And this brings us to what Smith Wiggles word wrote here, you know. Uh, let me go to that part. It is so interesting. Um, this brings us to what Smith Wigglesworth said here. Um, okay. He's talking about men of faith. Men who are full of the Holy Spirit. Full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Because we are starting with Stephen. This is what he says. Stephen, full of faith and, and power. The power of the Stephen full of faith and the Holy Spirit. See Acts chapter 6 verse 5. You see? Because the criteria men full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit. So Stephen was full of the Holy Spirit. He was full of power because he received the Holy Spirit. He was full of faith. These are the characteristics of men who are full of faith. This is what Smith Wiggles was said. Such men, they never talk doubtfully. They never talk doubtfully. You're never gonna hear them say, I wish it could be so. Mm-mm. Or if it is God's will, you're never going to hear that. A person of faith is never going to say that. They have no ifs. They know. They are sure. That is faith. They know. You never hear them say, well, it is not always so. Mm -mm. They say it is sure to be. They laugh at impossibilities and they shout out, it will be done. They shout while the walls are up and when they come down. God has this faith for us in Christ. We must be careful that no unbelief and no unwavering are found in us. So this is where we are bringing us, ourselves today. This is the key point that we want to like reach today. If I have the Holy Spirit, I have absolutely nothing to worry about. He's superior to the devil, as the word says, Greater is he that is in me, aka the Holy Spirit, than he that is in the world, aka the devil. The Holy Spirit is in me. I have nothing. You have nothing to worry about. Absolutely nothing. Jesus proved clearly that with the Holy Spirit in your life, with the word of God that you believe and that you quote, you have victory over the enemy. He proved it time and again. He proved it. And he said, the word of God says, as he is, aka as Jesus is, so are we in this world. Not so we will be in the future world, but now in this world. So the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same Holy Spirit who lives in you. So you can do it because Jesus lives in you. So you can do it. So this is your encouragement to stop talking doubtfully, stop talking with hesitation, stand firm in faith and 
ace it <laughs> and this is an encouragement for you for me for all of us to remember and i i think you notice how uplifting these messages are it is not and by any hazard that smith Wigglesworth was called the apostle of faith okay so let us just like go into this groove and this just follow these vibes and learn to walk in faith to walk in faith because because we need to walk in faith this is what god has called us to do so let us stop here and just before we stop we will end with a quote and then we will pray and then we will say goodbye so i know it was kind of looking long but it was like very important to mention all this so the quote for today is a man full of faith hopes against hope a man full of faith hopes against hope. So let us pray. Father, Lord God Almighty, thank you for your word. Thank you because we can walk in faith. Thank you because your word is true and you cannot fail. And thank you because your Holy Spirit is in us. So we have absolutely nothing to worry about because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so, so, so much for your time. I know that I went a little... I used a little more time than usual, but it was very important that we discuss these things. And please, please, please share this with someone who needs to hear it. Honestly, God bless you. Don't forget to be around tomorrow. God bless you.